0: It's the journey, not the destination. This journey is about the process of learning, growing, helping, and waking up to who we are along the way. Let's explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, and doing the things that light us up. I'm your host, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. Thank you so much for joining me on what is my 100th episode. I've been doing this for almost three years now, and that's really hard to believe given all the things that have happened in the world and in life during that time period or personally with, with my life. And if you're if you're listening, if uh, this is also like it's the the day before Thanksgiving is when I'm recording this, so I don't know if you may not even celebrate Thanksgiving, but if you do, happy Thanksgiving, whatever that means to you. Setting aside, you know the 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 frustrations people have with you know elements of that and the mythology of it and colonialism and all that kind of stuff. Just the idea that we set aside a day that has nothing to do with the state or religion or anything like that. And just enjoy time with friends and family and people that we love and care about to have a meal together. That's beautiful. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm having a meal with, with my, with my sons tomorrow. Um, we're not having Turkey. We're going to be in, we're in, um, if you've been following the podcast, you'll know that I'm uh, in Italy. I've been in Italy since, late august uh, it's almost almost 3 months so we're going to have food together somewhere here in florence but in the in the theme of thanksgiving being thankful and grateful i've actually i've actually kind of procrastinated on on recording this episode just because i've been trying to like think about well what i felt like i felt compelled to 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 kind of think through the last several episodes and think through what am i doing and what i might be doing and um the thing that kept coming up over and over again was a was a feeling of of, um, of gratitude first of all gratitude for for so many people that encouraged me to do this who gave me the courage to try something that was new and scary the people that have so many people that have helped me from everything to like, well, what's this thing going to be about and how do I do it and how do I record and what software to use and how to set up a website and tons and tons of other things that I've had to learn even to be able to do this. So thankful for everyone that's helped me in some way with that. Thank you to all my listeners who have been with me, some new, some continued listeners from the very, very beginning I'm so grateful for, for you all, because if people didn't listen, then I would just be talking <laughs> to, truly to myself, which is what is what it feels like sometimes when I'm recording. But I, I appreciate your thoughts and feedback and support. And let, last but not least, thank you to the guests. Uh, in the beginning, I was brand new at this and reached out to people that I knew that that inspired me or uh, that I that I um, admired in some way for something that they were doing that I thought would be an example because that's that's what I wanted to do with this is, is provide like I say in the intro um, you know ideas and examples and tools to help you on your journey and since I'm not a life coach I'm not holding myself up there to be a guru I I use my own life and the lessons I've learned as an example, but I'm not the only example. So I've I've tried my best to to bring on guests that – either are experts in some field, therapists, coaches, things like that, or people that are doing fun and interesting things and have life lessons to share with you. And of course, in the beginning, I was mostly asking, you know, people that I knew that I knew closely that that would trust me as a brand new podcaster. And um, just from knowing me, they trusted that that um, the process would, would, would hopefully be good, would be good. And so that was a that was a scary thing. But then after at some point I started reaching out to strangers on, on on social media and people that I met along the way. And the thing that besides them all having in common that I thought they had something to offer and they had a story to tell and that that it would be interesting, almost all of them said, I, I bet you 90% of the people that have been on the show have said. You know, I've never done a podcast before. That sounds interesting, or I don't know anything about podcast. How how does this work? And uh, when I when I explained why I'm doing this, that was often enough reason to like pique people's curiosity and get them interested and curious about about wanting to try that when they listen to some of the episodes that uh, that 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 I guess gave them the the courage to say to say yes, especially knowing that it's not live, so like there's no. There's not that uh, pressure of having to perform. So I'm super grateful for so many people that have said yes, and then sometimes uh, come back and done a second show or uh, introduced me to someone else that I wouldn't have known otherwise, which that's been one of the unintended, I guess, uh, consequences. Some of the amazing people that I've met and become friends with just because I reached out and had a conversation with them when I otherwise really wouldn't have had a reason to, but she, especially on social media, there's, you just, you have friends and followers and all this kind of stuff. And there's a lot of people that maybe you wouldn't really ever have a reason to, to, to sit down and have a, an hour conversation with someone that's in another country or another state or another city. And so that's been a real pleasure for, for me personally and, just opened up the network of the kind of people that, that that I think are doing really really amazing things. So thank you again. Thank you for everyone that's helped me. Thank you for my listeners and thank you for my guests. So then as I was preparing for this episode, I wanted to kind of go back to the beginning and I re-listened to my very first episode number 1. And I hadn't listened to it since I since I began this process. Uh, so it's been, you know, it was, it was in, I don't know, early January of 21. Yeah, early January of 21 when I recorded that in uh, Shock City Studio, Shock City Studio. And I was I was at that point I was just trying to explain like what am I doing and why am I doing this and I had gone through an example that was in my book the book uh, the chapter about following the fun and that was very relevant to me because that this podcast felt like a, a step in many different directions of things that felt I felt pulled to that I said yes to. Without actually knowing where it would go, and in that episode, if you haven't listened to it or haven't listened to it in a while, I, I kind of gave the example of you know the Italian language learning um, opportunities I, I was I was exploring, and and I had studied in Florence, and then I went down to Lecce, and I did a I did some classes there, and then that led to me uh, meeting meeting some folks that that took me to to go pick olives, and having this whole Flood of interactions and connections and, and experiences, just because I followed uh, a thread of what felt fun and interesting to me. And it was really it was really powerful listening to that because the last decade, I, I had so many moments where I was going through changes and trying new things, and there was a part of me that felt afraid that I was going to stop. It felt, I felt afraid that this was going to be uh, a phase, a, a, a reaction, a, a, maybe a stress, a stress induced reaction to going through a tough time. Um, there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I've seen people that have gone through divorces or tough times or whatever. And they, they jumped into some kind of a, a hobby on a short term thing. And then once they got past that, then they went back to, their um their old life which sometimes was really good but then sometimes just led them back to some of the same problems that they weren't happy with before and i was scared of that i knew i knew that that was i was afraid that that was a possibility and as i was listening to this this episode of of the things i had done in 2016 17 18 Nineteen, just and I didn't talk about all that in that episode, but all those things were kind of flooding through my head of the steps that I took that led me to that point three years ago. It got me thinking. Well, you know, as I'm listening to that, I'm sitting in. If you're watching the video and you've if you've been following me the last three months, almost every single time I've done a a solo episode, I've been in a different apartment. I've been traveling mostly in Italy. Uh, for the last three months uh, i've done i've completed 10 weeks of language classes and then done just a little bit of travel in in the in the meantime and this is an experiment in living somewhat nomadically it's an experiment in living very minimally i've been traveling with just a backpack for the last several months I have a good portion of my clothes that I have with me on right now because it's chilly uh, I, t- <laughs> I think i'm I'm almost wearing as many clothes as I'm not wearing if that makes sense uh in terms of what I have here and uh those are those are things that weren't this exact experience of, of, of living in, in Europe for almost, almost five months on this trip, um, doing 10 weeks of language classes. Was not wasn't something I could have described. And it wasn't a, a goal three years ago, but as I've continued to remind myself of the lessons I learned in my book about trusting myself, loving myself, saying yes to my dreams. Um, following what feels fun listening to what my heart is is calling me to that has led me to that whole series of things i described in my book it led me to building my furniture and led me to starting improv and led me to taking my kids on some trips which then led me to europe which led me to uh, exploring my italian heritage which led me to becoming italian and led me to learning italian and i'm now exploring all kinds of other things that i'm i'm not even ready to to talk about just yet that these these threads are are opening up to me that i i didn't see some of them i didn't see when i showed up here in august some of the things I'm feeling pulled to some of the things I might want to do. And that's, that's why I'm doing this. Uh, I, I, well, I'm doing this because I want, I'm sharing this, Well, that's, that's why I'm sharing this, I guess is, is, is what I want to say. I'm sharing this because I want to tell everybody that you, you, Don't have to go through some tragedy. You don't have to hit a certain age in your life to be able to do those, to do the kind of things that you want to do. Um, That doesn't mean you can do them tomorrow, but it means you can start working on them today. And I've said this, I've said, I've done several posts about this. I, I spent 20 something years of my life as a financial planner. Planning is so integral to you having even a chance of realizing your dreams and it's none of it's ever going to work out exactly as you thought but what you have to do is first at least clearly define the kind of life you want what is your what is the ideal you're seeking and the the ideal i was seeking 12 years ago when i began this process was freedom freedom of my of my time and freedom of my energy to pursue and do, have, and be the things I wanted. And I worked really, really hard on those goals. And when I was beginning that process, sitting here in Florence and making a podcast wasn't on that list. Uh, Learning Italian, wasn't a reality. Reading in Italian, doing the things that I'm doing. I'm not saying those are as as like examples for something. Anything that you should do or want to or aspire to, you have only you can decide what those things are. Only you can decide what you want to do, have, and be. And when I th- though I can't, I, though I couldn't have outlined exactly what I'm doing today, the things I'm doing, the the kinds of things I'm doing are the kinds of things that I would have enjoyed and loved to do when I was 17. Um, I've talked about this before. When I was 17, I had an opportunity to do foreign exchange trips. And I went to Germany in in high school. And I went to Germany again in college. And I, I was just blown away by the, the joy and satisfaction I got out of uh, diving into the German language and the history and language and culture. That was my, my mom's father's side of the family. This, it felt very personal to me. And then I put all that stuff away and, and, and like I, I, I wrote in my book to put away those childish things and set set up, set about uh, doing what I thought I was supposed to do and, you know as part of being a father and having a house and buying things and buying cars and having having this this complicated life that robbed me of the energy that i wanted to to be able to pursue these other things and uh what i'm saying is that it, you know, you you might be in a spot where you have obligations and things you have to do and things like that But that doesn't prevent you from, first of all, clarifying what you want to do, have, and be, and starting to create a timeline and starting to change little habits about things that you're doing along the way that will impact your family, will impact your children, will show your children a different side of you if you start some hobby that you didn't have before. It'll impact how you spend your money and how you spend your time. You'll start start looking for ways to Whatever it is you're, you want to do, have, or be. And, and, and in the beginning, that might just be you know that you need to earn a lot more money to be able to have whatever it is you want in life. And I, I spent a couple decades mastering my 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 profession as a financial planner, and I spent a lot of time reading books about my field, reading books about networking, reading books about sales, reading books about time management and listening to audio programs on my way to and from work. And I'm not holding myself up there, but I'm saying I, you know, at 20 something year old Carlo didn't have the time or money to be able to do what I'm doing now. So I invested in the kind of skills that I needed to have so that I could earn the kind of money I needed to do, have, and be ultimately the things I wanted. So wherever you are on your journey, uh, clearly defining what you want, for me, gave me that mental energy to push myself to learn what I needed to learn to do the things I needed to do. And then when I had the freedom to, to make decisions around how I lived and things like that. I I restructured my life to make it simpler so that I wasn't, in my mind, wasting money on things that I didn't need to have. Think cable television and um, unnecessarily expensive homes or cars or food or eating out and coffee and all that kind of stuff. Um, when you have a big enough as – as some of these things are corny, but when you have a big enough um, – why you'll figure out the how, but you have to define it, and um, that's that's the the crux. That's the that's the core of what I, I want to do with this with this project. Is I want to keep giving examples. I want to keep giving ideas and 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 hopefully some inspiration to help you in whatever it is you're trying to do. I'm I share what I'm doing, not not as anything that you should aspire to. Uh, if you do fine, but that's not why I'm sharing it. I'm not trying to, to, to shut up a, a how-to program to 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 live out of a backpack in <laughs> in Italy. If you want, if you want to know how to do that, I'll share that. But I, I'm I'm trying to give you know ideas and, and and insights to the things that were helpful to me along the way. And because I I did comprehensive planning, that was something that sometimes I know frustrated clients is they would have always wanted to know the one thing. What's the thing I need to do? Is it? And in this example, it's it it was a process. It wasn't. It wasn't a a, a simple. It wasn't a simple pill to take that that helped me to make some of these realizations. That's why in my book I shared the things I did with therapy, the things I did with coaching, the things I did on in, in meditation and. And, and then the, the 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 process that led me on a path that put me to where I am right now. And now I don't have that same fear that I'm going to forget myself the way I had for a while because it's become such a way of living. And I'm not scared of not knowing of where I might be in three years. I could just as easily be going to uh, taking classes somewhere as I could – be making my own olive oil, or maybe I get burnt out with the whole thing, and I'm living in the mountains somewhere in the United States. I don't, I don't know, and that's okay. I'm okay not knowing. I'm not afraid. I spent too many years being afraid of not knowing, and uh, that's that's just where I am. So all I'm, and I'm not, I'm not holding myself up or my life up as as this, is this thing. I I, I just the, the things I've learned have helped me so much. Uh, I've had people tell me that they've made life decisions from some things they learned uh they've told me that guests that I've had have been inspired them to try something new or or whatever it might be so before I get into some another topic if if you if you've been listening for a while or or this sounds appealing what if you could let me know what what have I what topics or guests have been most helpful to you? What what maybe have I not hit on or or covered in a way that that you would have liked that, that would be helpful? I've, I've had on financial planners. I've had it on therapists. I've had on coaches and just people, I think, that are doing amazing things. So I don't always know why one episode does better than another. Uh, I, 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 I I wish I did. Uh, and I don't, I don't get as much feedback. Sometimes people say they like my solo episodes and some people prefer the episodes with guests. Well, whatever that is, why, why, why do you like one? What, what, what do you get out of it that, that you maybe would like more of, or is there something I'm not doing that you would like to see? Yeah. So that's, that's what I got. I I wanted to say thank you to everyone that's helped me. And I wanted to kind of just like circle back to like why am i doing this to begin with and um like i said when i first started i'll keep doing it as long as it's fun and i'm having fun when when i hear back from people that tell me that something i did or said or a guest said was helpful to them and i have fun meeting meeting amazing people that inspire me and it's also fun for me to this, this is kind of a forcing mechanism to clarify some of my, my own thoughts and philosophies and things that I'm working on. So, as long as it's fun, as long as it's helpful for you, I'll keep doing it. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, I did I did throw out on uh, on Instagram, uh, ask if anyone had any special requests for things they wanted me to cover in this episode 100. So, uh, one of my past guests ask me uh with languages any funny uh, any funny words or mix-ups or language things i've kind of come across on the way uh, along my way here in italy and this isn't necessarily about italian but i've had a, i've had a, a few things that have been fun well one i'm, I'm in a I'm in, i mean w- i've been when I, w- I was going to the leonardo da vinci uh the squala of leonardo da vinci i'll put that in the show notes if you. Uh, if you're interested that the fun, the reason I picked them is they have uh, campuses in, I think five different cities and you can not only study Italian in those different cities, but you can also study, I did uh, art history. You can study food and wine. You can study there's, they have a Dolce Vita, La Dolce Vita class where you just learn about Italian culture and food and theater and fun things. Um, and then you can do you can do private lessons, group lessons, however you want to structure it. And the fun thing about the multiple city program is like you can you can start at level zero or in a very advanced level and you can you can start at level zero and get the, the it's it's considered a one. Uh, and there's a certain number of a certain amount of curriculum to get through a one well you could do all that in one city or half of it and then go to another city and pick up where you left off and they might have different books and they might do it in different, you know, four weeks versus six weeks, but they know how to teach the the, the grammar and the, the important things for those levels. And those levels are, they have tests that you can get certified in. So I liked that, that I wasn't just picking one city and I liked the idea that I could dive into some other subjects. But the fun thing is there's been students from all over the world like literally met everyone I've met people from every continent except Antarctica. And that's, that's been really good. And I, I bet you 30 countries. Um, so it's been fun hearing Italian spoken in multiple accents, Australian accents and uh, African accents and Chinese and Japanese and in German and French and uh Scottish they just it's it's so interesting hearing hearing how someone's native tongue impacts a language this language that we're all working on together. but uh, one night I, uh, I went to dinner with one of my uh, one of my classmates in Italian the, the for cheers they they sometimes they say chinchin chin and uh, I said that. And my uh, my my uh, buddy, he got a little bit, uh, he was a little bit embarrassed looking, and I wasn't sure why. And I don't know, maybe 15, 20 minutes later, he's like, do you know what Chin Chin means in Japanese? And there's this concept like with like people that study Spanish and Italian or no one versus the other. There's a concept called false friends where one word means something completely different in another language. And you'd expect that with a, maybe Italian and Spanish because they're both Latin based And a funny example of that is burro, burro, which in uh, Italian means butter and in Spanish means donkey. So (laughs) so same exact word spelled the same way means very, very different things. So, but between Italian and Japanese, you wouldn't expect any, you wouldn't expect false friends. But uh, chinchin in Spanish means penis. (laughs) <laughs> so this poor guy is going to be in Italy for months. And every time he goes out to eat and they, people say that he has to hear this word, that his whole life has meant this completely different things, which is which is great. Uh, just funny. And I heard some other examples like that that were fun. But uh, th- th- another fun thing is just how your brain... Once you really, really start to learn a language, your brain just starts thinking in that language. And if you know, I know two foreign languages, German and, and Italian. And I've, stu- stu- I've still studied German more years than I've studied Italian, eight, eight, eight years between college and high school. And I met some German people that sometimes we spoke German Germans or Austrians. Sometimes we spoke German together, and sometimes we spoke Italian together. Uh, and so sometimes, when you start associating a person that's from a, a certain country, you start thinking. If, if you know that language, you start thinking in that language. And there was one day in class, we're uh, in Italian class, and uh, I mixed up I mixed up the German verb essen with the Italian verb essere, but in my which. Essen in German means to eat and Essere in Italian means to be. And I kept I, – I was looking at this Italian word and I kept thinking of to eat, mangiare. And I, I was just so confused and flustered with what the example the teacher was giving. And I just um, – it took me – it took a little while before – and the, the, the lady next to me was German. She's like, it's Essen. It's Essere, not Essen. And my brain was just like, oh shoot you know so that sometimes your your brain gets gets stuck in the wrong language or when you start thinking in a foreign language your brain will only give you foreign language words so like uh you'll start thinking so if i'm thinking in italian and i'm with german speaking people sometimes i would say a sentence that was a little bit of a mix of german and italian and that that was always fun and uh i don't know so th- those kind of experiences have been been um Super, super interesting. Um, another person was asking me about the the difference between the north and the south, and that's is north and south Italy. And that, that's kind of like an overgeneralization. And, and and I don't, as a foreigner, I don't I don't want to comment on that because there's just like you know trying to comment about something um, in the United States that maybe where there's some frustration, but. Uh, all of Italy can be so different. It can feel different from one town to another because you know Italy was fractured for so many centuries and, and it controlled by different powers or different it were people that just were in one little region. And and that's why Latin turned into in Italy. I don't I don't even know how many different dialects there are, but Latin throughout the old, the former Roman Empire splintered into you know French and Spanish and Portuguese and Italian, and and then each one of those countries has s- scores of dialects, and that are influenced by other outside powers or internal situations. Um, so I I I just want to say I, I Italy is still I mean it's a relatively new country, and it's if you get the chance to really whether it's Italy or Portugal or even Germany, if you really get a chance to understand the language and try to dive into the culture, one of the most beautiful and fun things for me has been getting to learn about different, the differences within a country. And we have that in a lesser degree in the United States, but it's, it's, it's not the same where like they only make this kind of a, a pasta here and they only make the bread this way in this one little village and 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 you get to know that and you're like, okay, they have this festival or they make this kind of food or they call this this one unique name. And that has been just an absolute joy. And if you if you really are into language for or or a country or a culture, getting into that level of understanding. And I'm just scratching the surface of it, but I'm I'm getting to the point where I don't always. I can't always place it, but I can hear accents in a way that I couldn't years years ago. Like the first time I was in Florence, and the teacher, a group of uh, a group of Italians went by, and and several of them. And the teacher said, "Did you hear that?" I'm like, "No." She goes, "Those people were from Milan, and these people are from Naples." And I think she pointed out a third group, and I couldn't I couldn't hear it then. And I've been on this trip in Milan uh, Torino, genoa, Palermo, Catania, Rome, and now florence and i'm I can hear the accents i can I can hear it and i I may not always be able to place it, but um, I'm at least getting an ear for that and it takes me a little while to adjust to the accents and uh some of the unique ways of uh, words that they use for 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 different things that that are the same thing Um, they just call them different things uh so that that's been an unexpected joy that i've gotten from from studying italian and and italy and things like that so if, if if learning about language and a country and a culture is interesting to you that's that can be a really fun thing for you And someone else asked me another question I think deserves its own episode. Uh, One of the students I met asked me how I knew when I was an adult or when I felt like an adult. And I think that's a whole separate episode because I I, I thought a lot about that a lot as I was going through my, my 20s and my 30s when I, for a lot of years, felt like I was, you know, when you're 20, 25, 30, being 15 isn't that far away and so a lot of years i felt like i was kind of faking it in in a lot of different ways. so i think i want to hit on that in its own own episode at some point. um but that's what i got. i hope this was helpful for you. if you if you haven't read my book Afterlife Waking Up From My American Dream, check it out. i i tried my best to lay lay out the steps that i took to to build the life that i wanted and i wrote it of course as a as a as a man with with as a father and things like that, but I I tried my best to write it in a way that would be helpful for for many different people. So I I hope I, and I've had people from their twenties into their seventies tell me that they got something out of it. So uh, I did my best to, to 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 make it helpful for for anyone. Uh, so if you haven't checked that out, you can find that on Amazon or whatever you buy books. Uh, if you're if you're listen to the podcast remember on spotify you can watch video if you want to see me and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you can and if you wouldn't mind if, you, if, if there's an episode you really like share it every now and then someone does that and it really makes a difference so if you if if you haven't you know liked and followed the podcast do that uh, comment send me feedback ask me questions and if there's something in there that you really like, if you if your friends on there or even if it's not your friend, share it. Share it on your social media and say, "Hey, this was this was helpful to me because of this or I learned this because because of, you know, whatever this guest said or I, whatever it might be." So, if there's something on there you feel comfortable with, I I'd super appreciate that. It it gives me feedback to to hopefully make this better for everyone. So, that's what I got I hope it was helpful. I don't know if I'll make it to 200. I don't know. Like I said, I'll I'll do this as long as it's fun. So that's what I got for now. Hope it was helpful. I hope you're having a wonderful day. If you celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving with your family. Enjoy your friends and family and say yes to your dreams and enjoy your journey. Thank you so much.